Yes, people, welcome back to Albert JTV match preview time. But before we get into it, people, let's hit the intro. And there you have it, people. Another nice intro as we go into this segment of the match preview. Uh, people, as I always say, obliterate the like button. Um, I must say, firstly, <laughs> I'll just send this to the guys before the live stream. I think people genuinely thought that I forgot that Arsenal's got a game tonight against Chelsea. For a while, I thought about Man United, but I said, if you saw my content, for those who've seen it or haven't seen it already, I did my match preview with the amazing Dorsey two days ago. So... If you think I forgot, I haven't. <laughs> so, um, but this people, as you know, YouTubers Dan and, and JC will testify. You have to do content based on your own availability, and also, most importantly, if you've got guests, when they are free. So, that is the end of that. Hopefully, I've clarified um, any um, miss. Albert, mis I was, I was free between eight and, and ten last night. <laughs> mate. You know, I'm happy to come on last night. <laughs> Oh God! But no, as you as you can see, people, I've got two amazing guests with me, representing obviously Arsenal and Manchester United. Both my brothers from different parts of the country, from the northwest and from the beautiful part of Swansea. Well, Jason lives in the nice, expensive part of Swansea, so that's what I'm told. Anyway, oh, I don't know, mind. But <laughs> <laughs> well, people, man, um, yeah, um, obviously there's a game tonight. So people in the chat, if they haven't already. Or JC put it in the um, chat box. Arsenal's starting lineup for tonight. I'll be very keen to see who Mikel Arteta um, puts his faith in. Faith is a very strong word. I'm not sure we have much faith in our club at the moment. I think Dan can probably testify for that as a United fan. Um, but um, let's get into it, people. So, um, first of all, my amazing brother from another mother from Swansea, JC. Welcome back to Albert JTV. How you been, my brother? Yeah, good. Not too bad. It's um, it's half term at the moment, so the kids are at home. It's a bit of a madhouse. So to actually do this for an hour is actually a bit of a break from uh, from the normal. <laughs> and let's be honest, the game later on against Chelsea is not exactly going to be a break either. It's going to be uh, anxiety, stress, and everything else that comes along with it. But um, that aside, really, really grateful for the invite, and uh, looking forward to talking Arsenal and uh, Man United with you both. Yeah, no worries, man. Glad to have you back, man. Big up to people in the chat already. Neil's in there. Big up to Neil, man. People, go and follow my amazing goon and Neil. Mostly Arsenal. Keith, here you go, my brother. Thank you, man. Uh, Tommy's in there, I think, as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, like I said, fill us in um, to see what the starting lineup is. And um, so, yeah, let's kick off the preview. So, I know, obviously, um, Dan United, you played yesterday, but obviously you've had Norwich before that. I think form guide, um, Dan, if correct me if I'm wrong, United last five games, two wins, two losses, one draw, I believe. Arsenal, four defeats and one win. Um, I've called this, and many people have called it, as you guys might be aware, the bottle job top four race. Oh, massive. Yeah. Who has the bottle? Who knows? Because <laughs> the way things are going at the moment, 
it's going to go down to the last game of the season. But yeah, um, Dan, just a quick thoughts because I didn't catch the highlights of the United game against Norwich. Um, were United fortunate or did they deserve the three points? Where do you sit? It was a testimonial game for Liverpool last night. It really was. They they, they could have honestly. From start to finish, um, I mean, I, I, I've, as I've said before on this show, I'm a massive fan of, of what Ralph's going to do next season. And knew him coming in wasn't really going to be a thing. He was never going to be the manager. I knew that from, from mm. the get-go. But the team he put out last night, I looked at it and I was just like, this is why I pay my Sky, my Sky subscription. This is, this is what I spend my money on to watch this. And setting up like he did was just horrendous. I don't even know what he was trying to achieve. Part of me is part of me honestly believes, and I've, I've been laughed at for this today. I genuinely think he may have been resting some players for the weekend because we were never going to go to that sounds horrendous saying Manchester United going to Liverpool, we're going to rest players, but we were never going to win yesterday. I'll get into more about my thoughts on United at the moment. I just think it went from bad to worse. And as Salah said, you know, in both in both games, they they knew that they they play straight through the United midfield, through the defence, and it's been it's been a nightmare that's gone from bad to worse. Uh, it's just the only the only thing that I've got hope in is that we've got five games left, and I can't wait for it to be over. Honestly, can't wait to be over. Honestly, tennis starts soon, so I, I might I might might become a tennis fan. I think. I've I've shocked him into silence. You muted. <laughs> amateur professional mistake, if that makes sense. But I don't think it does, but you, you, it happens anyway. But um, JC, you might want to pop in uh, maybe a couple of questions to Dan during the process. So just let me know in a private chat, mate. But um, Dan, I'll be honest. I'm not, you know, me and JC are not, not my United fans, but I've seen a lot of my United in my footballing lifetime. This is the worst I've seen them. Oh, 100%. And I, 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 I cannot, but I mean, I've seen a few games this season where I've seen them play and I'm like, you, you really are getting through just purely based on individual brilliance because you, you, you've conceded, I think, how many goals is it? I'm just looking uh, oh, 48 for the season. Yeah, 48. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 48 goals conceded. We've conceded 37. Um, I don't think we're going to keep um, the goals ratio down um, what we did last season. But yeah, it's the worst United side I can remember seeing or just even in terms of form and, and and the football being played under different managers. Is it the worst you've seen it or have you seen worse? No, it, it is the worst. But but then the other side of that is, I think some Manchester United fans have to realise that Manchester United were about before 1990, 91. You know, it is, it's been bad before. We've been relegated yeah, before, you know. It's it's not as bad. It's, it's terrible, but this is needed to happen. I've said this so many times to people. This season has needed to happen. We've needed yeah. a complete overhaul, not just the manager, not just a couple of players, but the the whole the whole bloody club has needed this this overhaul and we've seen it today that the, the head scout's gone, been there for years, finally gone, you know, the players he's brought in, he's had a party and it's just been it's just been a joke after a joke. Um it's it's one of them. I mean, I've got to be completely honest and I don't normally do this, but I usually watch um, the United stand. Uh, people have always give Mark Goldbridge a lot of a lot of shit, and I've always sort yeah, of yeah. I've watched him today, and I've just thought, just shut up, you twat! You haven't got a clue what you're talking about. He's just going in on Harry Maguire and Harry Maguire and Harry Maguire. More and than Maguire. Just, 
more oh than god yeah. it's just it's just unreal what i see in this team now people say they see a team that are already on their holidays that may be the case what i see is a team who are absolutely terrified have no confidence have no direction and haven't got a clue where they're going and it's this is why this this whole managerial thing we all know it's ten hag but it needs to be announced they need to know what we're going to be doing next year. Ten Hag's going to come in, and I genuinely believe he's going to come in with the the mentality of just literally wipe everything out. It reminds me of people in the chat, if you're like me, not a millionaire. Um, you live in a council a council house, and, and the local council, they come out and they, they fit you a new kitchen. And you look at that kitchen, and after a couple of years, you see tiles coming off. You see the taps bollocksed. What it needs is them council people to come back in, rip the whole kitchen out, back to the bloody brick, and start again. And that is exactly what United need. And um, and look, next season, United aren't going to be anywhere near a title challenge. So any United fan who thinks Ten Hag is going to come in and, and fix it overnight, they're idiots. They're completely idiots, and they belong with Mark Goldbridge on that channel that I will no longer watch. This is going to be a process that is going to take time. And this is where United fans need to unite behind the manager and back him and back him with every decision he makes, because this is so key. If we don't give this manager the backing when he comes in to make the decisions, even if it means, even if he comes in and, and sells Ronaldo, sells De Gea, we've got to back him, because at the moment it is not working. And until we give a manager that that control and, and let Ralph behind the scenes see what they're doing and, and that director of football role comes into, into fruition. It it is it is gonna get it's no, there's gonna be no change. So it's as simple as that. Give the bloke the chance to just to just start again. Because and, and do you know what? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Manchester United are a, a worldwide club. We shouldn't be starting again. Of course we shouldn't, but sometimes you have to take your medicine. Sometimes you have to take your licks and and this is where it is. It is what it is. But I actually think it's 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 probably going to be for the best. We're probably going to look back in five years and think this season um, is it is what it is, and it needed to happen for us to hit that reset button. Let's just see what happens. Mm, you well said, Dan. Um, JC, coming to you quickly about United, then we'll sort of shift gear into talking about Arsenal um, against Southampton, obviously um, tonight's game as well. Um, I mean, he's quite he's quite Friday. I don't know what you saw with. Um, Apparently, with Ten Hag during the interview, I don't know how they done it, but I assume they done it by maybe video call or streaming, or he was in England. Oh, he got the most low key flight into England, and no one ever saw him. But um, yeah, I heard he absolutely just went in and said, "This is wrong. That is wrong. This is what needs to be fixed." I said, "Wow." I mean, you, you know, that, that's the way to sell yourself in an interview, man. Uh, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, definitely. But the, but yeah. that's the thing, and these these owners. If they if they were if they actually knew what they were doing, they'd sit there and go, "You're completely right. You're mm. completely right. It shouldn't be a shock to them." Honestly, if any of them, if anybody, I mean, Darren fucking Fletcher, what the hell is he doing on the sideline? If and he's part of the process, uh, apparently. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't get that. When he was brought in, that's not what I expected to see his role at, at the club. I, I'm confused. Maybe you can elaborate. No. no. It's, it's, I don't know what he's doing, mate. It's like he's won the, the golden ticket, like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. It really is. He's He's got a front row seat. I don't know what he's doing there. And I hope to God that Ten Hag comes in and goes, get off my touchline. You know, get, get in your office in, in Old Trafford, do whatever, but stay away. But this is, this is the thing. Anybody who comes in and says the whole thing needs changing, it shouldn't be a shock to anybody involved in the club. I, I, honestly, I just... 
I, I don't know. I'd love to hear what the interview, what what how the interview actually went. I'd love yeah, the transcripts. I, I, I would, I would love the transcripts. I'm an Arsenal fan. Um, JC, coming to you, mate. Um, listen, there's a there's a few Arsenal fans in the last few days. As you know, they've kind of maybe not recently, but they've kind of who are not in favour of um, our current setup in the moment in terms of the manager who we have, but. Um, a lot of envious people. Te- um, a lot of people wanted Ten Hag at Arsenal, and they, you know he would have been ideal for some people. But um, what do you sort of quickly make of United, um, and also the, the, the impending um, arrival of Ten Hag? Yeah, well, well, Dan, you, you're a United fan. You know way better than I do. But as an outsider looking in, mm. for years and years and years now, you can see that things haven't been right at United and they've tried to to throw money at the problem uh, going all the way back to, to Van Hal and it doesn't always work. You know, City throw money at their problems, um, but they've got more of a, a plan and a direction behind it. And it now seems as though United are moving in that direction with the, the manager that they're soon to announce. He's, he's a project manager. He's not the yeah. sort of guy who's going to come in and like you said, Dan, he's, he's not going to win the league overnight, maybe not in two seasons. It's a it's a long-term project. You only have to look at what he's done at Ajax to, to see what, hopefully, you guys are something to look forward to. But I think the other problem that you've got at United at the moment is there's a lot of individuals as opposed to team players, um, yeah. players like Pogba, for example. Arsenal weren't in um, too dissimilar position a few years ago, and Arteta, when he came in, as a lot of Arsenal fans know, had to get rid of a lot of these problems, a lot of these egos. And, and Man United find themselves in a very similar scenario right now. I can see a lot of players leaving Man United over the next couple of years um, and, and new types of characters coming in. And as an Arsenal fan, it does worry me because, you know, we've had Arteta now for, what, two and a half years, two years, and he's supposed to be a project manager. And it's all about where we where we find ourselves at the end of next season and how that compares to Manchester United and the sort of return that United are going to get from Ten Hag, for example. So, um, yeah, cause for concern. But um, hopefully Arteta's got a few tricks up his sleeve for next season over the summer transfer window, like we're led to believe. Albert Sam amused himself. Yeah, he's done it just it two, <laughs> uh, two times now. I've got to go for the attribute cover, mate. Jeff Hurst, night, night, it's all over again. But no, um, Jason, sticking with Arsenal, um, and Dan, I want to get your thoughts as well. Um, like I said, we at, at the start of the season, people talking about where Arsenal going to finish and um, European football. I didn't say I said Arsenal wouldn't get top four. Um, I've stated my reasons as to why that is the reason. Um, they won't for me, me personally. Um, it's going to be a se- it was going to be a season where Arsenal's league position was going to fluctuate quite a lot, be sixth, seventh, fourth, fifth, and that's what's happened. Um, you know, we're currently sitting fifth at the moment, United and six. Uh, we played 31 games, United played 33, so got two games in hand, which we haven't put in use so far or thus far. But, um, what's concerned me, man, is I looked at the run of games, the 10 cup finals, as people said at the time, and I said, Arsenal need to take a minimum seven points out of nine then three games. He's taken none. No clean sheets. Um, hardly any goals scored. I think one goal scored. Um, and we don't look like scoring. So can you imagine both facets of the game to score goals, to keep clean sheets? We're not doing any of them things. And you throw in the mix a thin squad, which we knew was the case, um, particularly around... Um, since the 1st of January, maybe a little bit even before that, but got Chelsea tonight, friend, my friend. Um, 
what's your initial thoughts? Even not even thinking about team lineup, and um, what, what's your initial thoughts about the game, mate? I am worried about tonight. Um, Chelsea have come into a little bit of form at the right time, having gone away to Madrid and get a result there in the Champions League, which is you know never an easy place to go. And mm. they've also gone and got themselves through to the FA Cup final, having won at Again. Wembley. Now I know another, it was only a few days another ago. Final. Another, another final. final. Yeah, um, done well too, cool, to be fair. Absolutely. Um, and a lot of people are saying that, oh, you know, Chelsea might be tired. You know, they've got a much bigger squad than we have. And, um, you know, they're going to be riding off of momentum and confidence as well. And it's it's a London derby. You know, the, the fixture goes out the window and a lot of players end up playing the occasion, especially the, you know, the, the homegrown players. And that's what I'm kind of hoping for tonight. I'm hoping that players like, you know, Smith Rowe, and Saka turn up like they did the North London derby. They took the game by the scruff of the neck. Chelsea have got their own players, of course. But I am worried because, as you said, you know, we've scored one goal in our last three, two in our last five. We can't mm. seem to find the back of the net at the moment. We can't seem to keep a clean sheet. And I know our record against Chelsea has been better since Mourinho left the club. But generally speaking, I think since Baku, which I'd rather not talk about, Arsenal have won three, <laughs> no, totally drawn two and lost one in their last six against Chelsea. So there are there are some factors. And the other thing that we need to look at is, you know, a lot of Arsenal fans thought that we were going to beat Brighton, Southampton and Palace because of the form they were in coming into the Arsenal fixture. But it obviously didn't work out like that. Yeah. So maybe it's time for the shoe to be on the other foot. Arsenal have been, you know, on three losses in a row. A lot of Arsenal uh, fans are thinking that we're going to lose this game. Um, maybe the pressure's off. Maybe that's what we need. But I'm worried. I am worried. I went for a one-all draw. Um, but I think I was being a bit too nice. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, as well, I think our record, uh, correct me wrong if I'm wrong, JC, or people in the chat, I think in terms of our way record at Stanford Bridge in the Premier League, is that two wins in 10 years, I think, I believe that's right, which um, is, which is not great. Uh, uh, the Van Persie 5-3, and obviously we went, there one, we went there and won there last season 1-0. Um, even, Dan, let me come to you, mate. Um What's riled a lot of Arsenal fans? I mean, I always say sometimes, I had this conversation with Dorsey on my preview for Chelsea. I said that um, sometimes in life, timing is everything. You've seen a Lacazette interview um, saying, you, well, you basically want Champions League football and he's had many offers. Um, Eddie's done recently an interview as well. Um, and obviously, um, the Xhaka interview. Um, mm, uh, yeah, that was interesting, what, that one. What? You say, say, if the, say like if the shoe was on the other foot and you know United were in exactly the same position, even if they are kind of we are kind of similar in the same position, and you've got want away players who are running get, running down their contracts again, by the way, at Arsenal under different ownership, by the way, um, or hierarchy. Um, what was what was your what would be your thoughts as a, as a fan listening to that? From you've got one player saying he basically. And Lacazette's not going to stay. I don't know. People, some Arsenal fans, I mentioned this before, are like, oh, you know, give him a contract extension. I'm like, no, absolutely not. And if you needed any more clarification why I say that, just go and, go and, read, go and read that transcript again in the interview. But so, Dan, what have you made of sort of the off-the-field stuff kind of, you know, with the club and Arsenal? Well, we're in the same position, mate. I mean, we've got bloody Jesse Lingard posting pictures on Instagram of him in a West Ham shirt. And it's just like... I mean, it's just, I, I just, honestly, these, these people, um, well, those morons are, are meant to be guided, aren't they, by about what they post. And we've also got Pogba that's, you know, I mean, I'm going to be completely honest, 
Uh, I, I, I'm not really sold on Pogba. I've been for a while now, not consistent mm. enough. Okay. He's shown he's shown his hand. The thing that I think for me, uh, as as a fan like yourself, going through this, is these are the players that you watch them do this. You, you listen to them say this, and you think, well, do you know what? Do it. Go. Absolutely. Like I've said a million times about any club, and this goes to Norwich. This goes to even to Shrewsbury, where I'm from. It's, yeah. it's the name on the front that matters so much more than the name there. The club will go on. You know, yeah. we had it with United. Beckham went, Van Nistelrooy went, Ronaldo went the first time. The club goes big, on. Big players, big players. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. And, it's, and I'll, ask, I'll ask you guys and ask the people in, in the chat, has Lacazette really done it for you guys since he's been there? Has he? I mean, JC, JC, you go first, brother. Because I, 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 I think I, he has. I, I've never, I've never once, I've never once like clambered on a Saturday night to watch match of the day, thinking Lacazette. I've got to watch him tonight. I, he, he runs, you know. That's it. I've not, J never really been JC, told. JC, come in, come in for that, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's an easy answer. This one. We haven't been in the Champions League whilst he's been at the club. He's part of the reason we're not there. Yeah. And then he has the audacity to turn up in an interview and say that he wants to leave the club to go and play Champions League football. Well, why not help us get there first? Yeah. You know, we're in this problem of not being able to score goals when we had an opportunity to capitalise and take fourth place comfortably, and yet you're not. So the yeah. guy hasn't scored a goal in open play since December. Southampton. Yeah, Southampton. I was at that game you as know? well, yeah. yeah. And as I said, he's got the audacity to then turn around and be like, oh, yeah, I want to go and play Champions League football. I get that. We've all, you know, we've all got ambitions and there are players out there that want to do this, that and the other. But time and a place, use your head. Like you said, Dan, these players are supposed to be guided and advised. Yeah. And I know his contract's up in the summer, but, you know, talk about kick a horse whilst it's down. Yeah. Absolutely well, ludicrous. Actually, Dan, as well. Dan, Dan, he's, he's, Dan, he's, Dan he's, his best season at Arsenal... Um, all goals and all comps is 19. That 2018, 2019, he scored six goals this season, four in the Premier League. And watch him, watch him rock up at Newcastle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's that's what these players are like, isn't it? That's what these players are like. You know, I think um, the thing with the Xhaka one made me laugh because you know, saying yeah, what's, what's, your, what's your yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Basically saying I hated you a lot for for a while. You know, I hated you, but I'm all right now. That's like that's like being with a woman that turns around to you, you know, or a partner. Let's not get into that bloody debacle. <laughs> being with a partner who turns around to you and says, "Ah, oh, I actually fancied you, mate. I couldn't stand you, but you know, he was taken, so I thought I'd just stick with you after all these." Do you know what I mean? I listened to that, and I again, I sat there and I thought, Jacka, you seem at the moment to finally, I mean, from the outside in, getting a little bit, a tiny bit of credibility with the fans. And then you come out and, I mean, the, the Arsenal again, media Again, guy, Dan, timing, timing. Oh, just, the Arsenal media guy must have just been stood there going, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you do this? And this, again, goes down to, boils down to footballers sometimes thinking that they've got more brains than they have. Do what you're good at. Play football. Leave the media stuff yeah. to when you're trained. Hmm. No, that's great. No, it's interesting to get someone else's thoughts because I said this to um, Dorsey um, on the preview. I haven't said it to you, Jason, I don't think, but I just, even if you hadn't watched the interview and you just look at the comments underneath. Now, I'm not saying you can't like a player um, or what you feel he does best when he plays in the team, but I think for those that are, I said it before and I said, I'm happy to say it again, but for those that are hook, line and sinker with Xhaka, the interview was perfect for them. Absolutely perfect. Um, a lot of people said to me, look, 
you could tell after the first five minutes of the interview that you, you could kind of see where it was going. And like I said, JC, when I said to Dawes, a lot of this with the, 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 the interview with Xhaka, Lacazette, in, in Ketia, it's timing and they're not being funny. We're not in a good place at the moment in terms of our results. Um, we are a couple of results here and there. Listen, looking at the table, Arsenal would have to do something seriously wrong to finish outside the top seven. Uh, I, I think if Wolves caught them, then really look, listen, we, 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 you should be looking for a new manager personally. People might even say, you know what, we should be looking for one anyway. But that's just some people's personal opinion, to be honest. But um, yeah, sort of, Dan, I want to touch on the game yesterday. With um, I'd sorry, sorry, sorry I've, just, just, I've just got a laugh. The wife, I've just had to come off camera. The wife's just rang me and said, the car's broken down. I'm like, it's all going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. I said, call your dad. I'm too busy. <laughs> Carry on, mate. Sorry. I'm too no, busy. Sorry, Dan, to, to relive the nightmare yesterday. But even in the game, what's, even before the game, to be honest, with Liverpool United, like I said, me and JC are not, are not United fans, but I feared for, I feared for my United. I've got to be honest, man, before the game. Um, so I guess yesterday for you probably wasn't a surprise or is it just highlighted no, more? Or is it just no, highlighted no. even more? More so, not more not, so. not 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 just how poor United are, but also how far they are off their rival, should I say? I mean, anything can happen in football. I mean, look at last season; we finished second uh, because mm. Liverpool had a lot of injuries. Chelsea were were bang average until Christmas, and and then City sort of woke up in October and run away with it. Anything can happen in football. That's why we love the sport. But we are so far away from. From competing, and that, and that's again like, like, like I want, I really want to hammer this home and reiterate. I would much rather Ten Hag in his first official interview turn around and say, "Don't even, don't even get excited about this season, guys. This season is about tr getting, getting through the mud. And when I say the mud, getting through the crap that's in the club." You can't, you cannot release 13, 14. I mean, I'd release 20 of them to be fair, but you cannot release 13, 14 players and bring it, just it just won't happen. It's it's impossible. Um, like Ralph said last night, they need six, seven, eight, nine, ten players. It's it's so true. But what I will say is, this is and this is where I watch so many people on social media get so angry about United, and I sit there and I think, oh, what are you expecting? You know, what are you expecting? And this, I, this. The blame for the start of this lies lies with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. It does. He instilled such a an atmosphere at that club where it was it was jobs for the boys, you know. And, yeah. and I remember the one game right, and this 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 sums Ole Gunnar Solskjaer up in a, in, a, in an instant. Fred takes a shot from thirty five yards out, and it nearly it, it curls over the bar, and and Ollie's on the sideline going, yeah, and I'm like. Is this where we are? That's yeah. Sunday league. That's Sunday mm. league. You, you applaud a player for nearly. It's bollocks. This is this has been coming for so long. And as I said, when I'm when I was on social media and I was watching all these people going off their bloody off their heads about this, I was just like, what are you expecting? Did any of you on, honestly expect us to turn up at old at, at Anfield last night and get anything? Cavani, I don't even know how many. I think he's played what. A minute and a half all season. Ronaldo completely out of context, and I will say, yeah, yeah, absolutely incredible from the Anfield faithful last night. Well, yeah, brilliant, Super. incredible, and that that is it's it's stuff like that that just restores my faith in humanity and mm. just shows that these idiots with racism, with with with, with violence that, that ruin it for everyone else, they're not football fans. The fans that you saw last night, they are football fans, and I'll be honest with you. 
I should have got emotional for so many different reasons last night, you know, watching my club implode. But yeah. I got so emotional hearing them, them, them sing You'll Never Walk Alone. And I thought, that is, that is, sorry, I know it's before nine. That is fucking awesome. That yeah, is yeah. awesome. Absolutely awesome. But as, a, but as I leave right back to, the players that, that, that were missing last night, the players he didn't play last night, I don't know what people were expecting. You know, I mean, Christ almighty, it's one of them. Liverpool are at the moment one of the top three clubs in the world. And... Yeah, let's different, not forget different, different kettle of fish. Yeah, they are. Did yeah. that happen overnight? Did they win the Premier League overnight when Klopp no. came in? It took them three of you know three years to, to get at a level where they were then almost there with City, and then they took the title. And now this season they're looking again like they'll probably take the title. It's all it all comes over time, nothing comes overnight in football. It, the days of when Chelsea come in and bought everything and, and went away have gone because other clubs have money now. There, there are a lot more restrictions. Well, I say there's restrictions, FIFA's FIFA, but there's a lot more things in place to stop that. But but the plan is there. The plan is there with these big clubs, and that's where United lack. But again, next season, who knows? <laughs> Reset button. Oh, well said. And I've just got Callum as just a rush, so I'm gonna bring him in. Callum, welcome aboard, mate. Good to see Hi you. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Good to you fine, mate. Good to get you on, man. I know you're a busy man, Callum, so I appreciate you giving up your time, mate. Well done, mate. No, absolute pleasure. I just caught the end of that there from Dan, and I totally agree. I think uh, Manchester United need joined-up thinking uh, behind the scenes at the club. It's all well and good bringing in a new head coach. It's all well and good bringing in three or four players this summer, but unless there's a, a structure behind the scenes that that really is pulling in the same direction, then it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, you look at the current squad, you've got Matic signed from Jose Mourinho, uh, Matt is still there who was signed by David Moyes, um, you've got a few players signed from Louis van Gaal still in there, Ollie's brought a few players in. It's a complete mishmash of players and Eric Ten Hag needs to be the best manager since... Sir Alex Ferguson, if he's going to come in and make a success of this yeah. team from minute one, the club need to... Andy Mitten reported today that the chief scout, Jim Lawler, has left the club, as is Marcel Bout, who um, was head of sort of worldwide scouting operations. So those two leaving potentially suggest to me, Albert, that Ralph Ranick may um, maybe get in that consultancy role, which was mentioned when he came in. Maybe he's going to get some more power and maybe the club will try and go in a different direction. Um, Dan will probably tell you as well, I, I won't hold my breath until I see it. I never believe anything this Manchester United board say. Um, I'll believe actions rather than, than more statements. We've seen more we're, statements we're, from Callum, Manchester United. We've, Callum, we've, Callum, we feel the same about our board, but believe me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know how it feels? It's, there's only so many statements you can read. There's only yeah. so many promises you can hear and after you've been let down the third or fourth time, you know there's no point in believing it until you see it. Callum, do you not think... Uh, I, I've said this, I think I've said this to you before, Albert, but do you not think that when Ralph come in, he he's come in and I feel like he's done the best scouting mission known to man? Because what he did, he, he come in, he didn't do what normal, you know, what anybody would think he'd do is come in shouting the odds, you're gone, you're gone, you're off, you're going the end of the season. He come in and he kept quiet. He, he took every game as it was. He'd give people opportunities. But underneath all that, he was just assessing everything. The club, and I'm talking the footballers, the coaching staff, the scouts, the medical team. Do you know what I mean? I think I feel like he, and as you've rightly said, today we've seen the scouts go, I genuinely think that this is it now. This is the start. I'm not saying the start of us going on and 
becoming Premier League champions. But what I mean is this is the start of, of what almost feels like, and dare I say I'm a, I'm a tiny bit excited, a new a new era at the club. The time for, for yeah. jobs for the boys has gone. The, the time for spending £100 million on players has gone. This is where we go out there and we look for players on ability. And I've said this so many times, the great clubs in the world, you do not win the league with 11 superstars. You have the players around there that are your seven, seven out of tens every week. And they are they are in and around that squad. And when the chips are down, when you are get when you are going through the trenches and you are having bad results, these superstars look at these players that are steady and give those performances. And and that's what they feed off. And I just kind of feel like now we're possibly starting to see the start of this. I hope so. All right. No, fair play. No, I was gonna say so yeah, change of um that JC coming to you, mate. Um, we're gonna talk about Mikel Arteta. Um, I said this to um, I was on Guna Talk TV, big up Tom, Sophie, and um, judges, man. Um, and I said to him, like, come next season because you will be here next season, despite the, the some Arsenal fans despising um, uh, uh Mikel Arteta, some of it personal, but that listen, that's not me, that's not me, you know, I can criticize him to the cows come home about his tactics and he's he, he, some of his post match interviews, he just he looks forlorn, he looks lost. It's like he wants to come out and hammer the players, but he won't. Um, JC, the thing is, where does it get to a point where, or are you, or are, or are you at that point already? Maybe some Arsenal fans are at that point already as well, where it's not a case of oh, Mikel Arteta, the inexperienced coach that's come in in his first job, or is it a case of you keep making the same mistakes because you're not learning? Where where do you sit? It's a tough one. It is a tough one. The board have clearly invested in Arteta for a, a long-term project. We all know that. And mm. um, it's going to take something astronomical this year in terms of failure, depending on what you class as failure as an Arsenal fan, for the board to get rid of Arteta. And I, I get the feeling that even at the moment, well, come the summer, he's got a year left on his contract and the board would be more inclined to run that year down as opposed to get rid of him over the summer because of this project that Arteta, Edu and the board are building. Otherwise, like Dan said, with, with United and what they're looking to do next season, essentially everything that the club have built over the last two plus years is, is thrown away. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're bringing in a new manager, a different type of culture, a different type of character who may not necessarily want to create the, the same sort of culture um, that Arteta has. We only have to look at Conte who's openly criticised the way that Spurs look to recruit mm. and the way he looks to recruit, you know, do you go down that route? And as I said, throw everything away that you've looked to build over the last two years. So I think you're probably looking at an eighth place finish again, if, if he were to go in the summer. Um, but realistically, we probably worst case scenario, we'll probably finish in the top six this season. We'll get European football. The Cronkies will be happy. Whether or not that means a new contract in the summer is a completely different question altogether. I think he's more likely to get a two-year extension over the summer to continue to build on what he's built on. We know that, that he's that, after a striker. That, that, that will please some Arsenal fans. <laughs> it will please some Arsenal fans. It, it will. And the problem I've got, like you said, you know, how many mistakes does he have to make continuously and not learn before yeah. something is done? Um and the evidence is there over the last three games, unfortunately. He just he just isn't learning. And he seems, a lot of people are calling, calling him arrogant, but I see it more as being stubborn. 
yeah that's a big difference yes behind what he's doing as opposed to a a big ego and an arrogance so um we're just going to have to we're going to have to continue on uh, i'm afraid i think european football next year in europa league will be seen as progress um the squad will need to get bigger um the the youth players that haven't got football this season that we've seen in previous seasons will get minutes um in the europa league um whether or not it attracts the right players i don't know arsenal is still a huge name and and i think we will still be able to attract huge huge players but players like darwin nunes who i'm a big fan of you know, do we still get a player like that who's who's wanted at the elite level? So, um, yeah, yeah, more questions than answers at the moment, unfortunately. Jay, if he, if he gets top six, do you think he deserves a new contract? Irrespective of what you think the Cronkies think of him, it's difficult because at the start of the season, when I when I when I sort of looked at last year and where we could progress this year, I I wanted Arsenal to finish a minimum of fifth because when you looked at the players that United recruited over the summer. And the fact that they finished second last year, I didn't think they'd finish outside the top four. We knew that Liverpool and City would always be up there. And we also knew that Chelsea would strengthen over the summer. So in my opinion, call me negative, but the top four was always going to be very, very difficult uh, to break into this season. Fortunately, you know, United have dropped off for, for whatever reason. And we've been given this opportunity like Spurs have. But the way I saw it was that we have to be better than the rest. You know, Leicester were part of that conversation last year. We have to always be competing against Spurs. So for me, minimum expectation was fifth this season. But for a lot of other people, they wanted top four. So it's difficult. It is really, really, really difficult. Uh, well said, Jason. I, I just want to get um, um, Callum's thoughts on uh, Mikel Arteta. Um, I'd say more so particularly Callum because... As I mentioned before, he doesn't seem to be. He 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 seems to be making the same mistakes. I mean, for example, the the substitutions against Southampton were completely baffling. He took off both full packs, <laughs> took away the width. Um, you know, he's very very keen on Eddie and Ketia for a long time. It's no secret amongst. He's he's said it plenty of times. Um, he hasn't scored a goal this season. Um. Lacazette is meant to be an experienced striker. Again, we have a, we've allowed players to run down their contracts. When we had Ralph Nelly, irrespective of people's views of him, he gave that famous interview with Laura Woods with Vinay Venkatesh was sitting there talking about when players get to the last two, we won't let be letting players get to the last two years of the contract. The last two years would be sold. Snelly's gone into the he's gone into the Sahara done the sunset a while ago now. The same mistakes still keep on happening. Um and the biggest thing, Callum, before I come to you, sorry, mate, is we had the January transfer window. And I'm a, I'm a great believer. Listen, I'm no businessman, believe me. If I was, I'd, well, I'd, be, I'd be streaming this stream from the Bahamas or Barbados, wherever it is. But I don't understand. Is there no flexibility within the plan to have seen that Arsenal are in a position of strength come the 1st of January? We, we had the strangest ever transfer policy I've ever seen in my life where we've let players go irrespective of whether you think there was quality to, to bolster Arsenal's top four chances or not, you're still getting rid of numbers. We don't bring any monetary value in. But Arsenal fans are saying, no, listen, we saved such, such and such money in wages. Where's that got Arsenal now? We bought, we didn't even get anybody on loan knowing that the squad lacked a lot of experience, even with the experience there. So where do you sit, what you've seen with Arsenal? 
my honest opinion, Albert, on Arsenal and Arteta this season is massive missed opportunity at the moment. Now, it could completely change. You could be in the top four and we might have a different conversation. But yeah. a few weeks ago, I spoke to, to James Rowe, who you know well. Yeah. Well, James, yeah. Spoke to him about um, how I felt that Arsenal now would get in the top four because Manchester United had fallen off a cliff. Tottenham were, a, were patchy at best under Antonio Conte a couple of months ago. Now it seems to have changed where Tottenham have found, uh, before the, the, the recent defeat at Brighton, they found a bit of form. And then when they lost that form, Arsenal couldn't capitalise. So for me, my honest prediction is that I think... Again, it won't be popular on this channel of all channels, but <laughs> I think I think Tottenham will, will will get top four just because I still think Arsenal have got tough games to come. Tottenham have got a few tough games themselves, but out of the out of United, out of Arsenal, out of Tottenham, I think Tottenham are the most likely to potentially cause a shock and get a point against a team like Liverpool. You know, I think I'm not saying they will, but I think they're the sort yeah. of team that could get a point from a game or a win from a game you don't expect, whereas at the moment I don't see that from Arsenal or United. That being said, Albert, I, I think Arteta will show Manchester United uh, a thing or two at the weekend and, and, and I, I feel the worst going into the game. I wouldn't be surprised if you score three or four. Well, you know what? Looking at Arsenal's sort of... Thanks for that, kind of Looking at Arsenal's run of 10 games, particularly... Um, I'll come into Dan. I said, look... Arsenal, when we when we come up against United, West Ham, Tottenham, and Chelsea, if Arsenal are going to be serious about getting top four, they need to win at least two of those big four games. At least two, even yeah. more so now, because of the the, the free run the free run of games before that. But yeah, what, what's your thoughts sort of on the job Mikel Arteta is doing and um the sort of you've seen the social media output, Callum and Dan of Arsenal fans. It, it, it literally is game by game. It is, but it's 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 one of them, isn't it? I think I kind of almost feel like Arsenal are perhaps two years ahead of United in in terms of of their journey. I mean, Arteta has had to get rid of a lot of Deadwood um, in in his time there. I actually still think. I mean, I had some bozo say to me the other day, "Ah, oh, Aubameyang's killing it in in Spain." Yeah, maybe, but he was awful at the Prem. I thought he was. I thought he had he had a decent sort of start to his career, but by the end. Arteta making that decision for me was the time where I looked and thought, Arteta, yeah, they're backing him. That not only did they let Aubameyang go, they let him go on a free transfer. There is, there is, there is moments where okay, naivety is 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 there, but he is still technically a young manager. He is. This is his first management job. You know, he, he worked under Pep. That's fine, but he's never going to be Pep. There's only one Pep. He's still yeah. he's still finding out finding out things. I honestly think about the way he's going to be a manager. This summer is key for you guys. Whether it be you finish in the Champions League, whether it be you finish in, in the in the Europa League, you've got European football. Um, the signings he made at the start of the season, I think, were, were good signings. I'm interested to see what, what he does in the next couple of months because looking at the control that he seems to have there, I, I kind of feel like Arteta probably already knows his targets. I think they probably already have, have been scouting their targets for the last two or three months and I think I think they'll go into a summer with a with a clear a clear plan of who they're going to get. So it just it just depends. Striker is obviously the main the, the main target, isn't it? But I, I also perhaps think another another central midfielder in there as well. Um, Odegaard's been 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 really good. It, it, I mean, 
that now has been hit, hit and miss a couple of times a season. Yeah, but when he's yeah. been on it, he has been unplayable. Martinelli, fantastic. When he, now he's finally in the side. Smith Rowe, honestly, I, I, I hate saying it. I, I would yeah. love a Smith Rowe at United. He just gets it. He's fearless. He just go. He, he just he rides every challenge and does. It looks like he's playing street football half the time. I, I, I love I love players who play with a smile on their face. So so I think the the plan is there. I think Arteta's I think Arteta's done a decent job. Look, you're not United. You're not shipping goals. You know, you're not going two 0 up against pissing Norwich and then draw. You know, coming back to two all and then a moment of magic from the man himself saving saving the day. So. It's it's I think you're two years into a project that I think you I think you'd be fine. And 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 to be honest, someone said Luis Enrique in the in the chat, but let's talk seriously. Who who do you honestly see taking over from Arteta? Who, who's out there that you take at the moment? Uh I mean that, that listen, that's another one. I'll tell you, I'll give you the I'll give you the answer to that, Dan. This is the problem with um Jason Vouch for me, right? With a lot of Arsenal fans that are on that have socials, particularly Twitter, I'd say more so. When you come up with a name. Ah, uh, we'll never get him. And then when you say, oh, we know what, I'm not really sure who we'll get. Oh, I see, I told you there's, gonna know, there's no one to replace him. So you can't win. So let me. I'm going to come back to Callum and, and Dan again, actually, about this. Um, JC, I probably know your answer anyway. Because, But a lot of, what of, a lot of issue that people have, um, probably me included as well, is we had no European football. We got dumped out of both domestic cup competitions in January. Um... One game a week. Now, if he finishes top six, I don't think that's enough. It, I know, listen, we can have an argument of what the Cronkies think of him and project and process and the rest of the P words that are out there. If there's any others, people drop him in the chat. But I just look at that and think, what circumstances need to happen for, for, for a manager to bring Arsenal back into football. I hear you, Dan, about the experiencing, but I come back to what I said to JC in the, in the first bit. When when does it go from a point of, is, it, is, is him being inexperienced or you're not learning? And there's a lot of things that have come... Listen, in terms of the, the, the squad being thin, you have to look at... You have to, everybody is accountable for that. To not bring in a striker, knowing that you didn't want to keep a Bamio. This wasn't a knee-jerk um, moving him, him moving on to Barcelona. We knew he wasn't going to be there. And yet, oh, we didn't want to make... To me, JC might disagree. Who was the, the, the boy that went to, to Juve? Uh, Vlaz, what's his name? Vlasovic? Vlasovic. Vlasovic. I honestly think that they were banking on him until Juve come in. I honestly do, because there, there was murmurs all the way through January, wasn't there, that you were going to go for him. And I think Juve swooping in and doing what they did, I, I think that I think that knocked you back. I, I think they were looking at him. I really do. I think the minute the minute Juventus even came into the conversation, most yeah. Arsenal fans were dead honest knew we wasn't getting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, at the start of the, the start of the month, he was, wasn't he? He was the guy that they were saying we're going for him. We're going to spend the money. What was the, was it fifty million they were looking at, or something like that? I think. Yeah, a something, bit more. Something like that. But then it kind of comes. It kind of comes back to what Callum was saying about um, <laughs> whether your hierarchy. They say a lot of things. You know, mate. Are they, we got are the glazers. Yeah, we got yeah. the glazers. Do you know what I mean? We're, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> The glazers, the glazers excuses just just spend money on 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 shirts on, on shirt selling. Do you know what I mean? It's as simple as that. <laughs> oh, God, no, guys, big up to the guys in the chat. Thank you for sharing the interact. Just just being conscious of the time. People, please tell me the team lineup for tonight. I'd be very grateful. We're wrapping up soon anyway. I just want to get the guys' thoughts on. There's a big game on Saturday, 
St. George's Day, 12.30 p.m. kickoff. JC will be there and I will be there at the game. Um, Callum, Dan, any chance you're going to be there at all? Sorry, go on, Cal. Unfortunately, no. But I, oh. and I'm probably glad because it, I just want a time machine until next season. Now, but I just want the season to finish. I just want to... You know if you play FIFA or Football Manager, you can just yeah. seven games. I just wish you could do that with United where they're on Sky or BT and you can just get your remote control and just press fast forward and, and, and get it over with. No, I, Callum, I've, I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I had this conversation with um, one of my guys who I collab with um, probably a couple of weeks ago. I said to him, me personally, I, I just want the season to be over. Um, ir irrespective of the outcome, if I'm being honest. Um, it just, you need, you need to reset and to just to recharge. Jason, I don't know if you feel the same or not at all, but I, me personally, I, I'm at that point, even with seven games to go. Yeah, it's been a... It's been an emotional roller coaster. It's been quite a while since <laughs> us as Arsenal fans have had a season like this, if, if I'm honest with you. And even when we were qualifying for Europa League, you know, Arsenal fans were never satisfied with it. But the fact that we were given this glimmer of hope of top four, it's just really taken it out of me. Like it really, really has. And I'm sure it's the same for a, a, a lot of Arsenal fans because we probably weren't expecting it for another, maybe another year to really kind of challenge for top four. Um, but yeah, I am, I'm emotionally drained and I'm not looking forward to Saturday. I know we're talking about it. I'm not looking forward <laughs> to Saturday. I, I booked my ticket for the Arsenal United game when we were on a good run of form. Since then, yeah, we've lost yeah, three games and we've yeah. got Chelsea tonight. So I'm a little bit like... No, no oh, Tierney, no party. Yeah, no, no Tierney, no party. So um, uh, A lot's uh, changed. Yeah, yeah. Dan and Callum, I'm going to get the team up that you had yesterday and I'll get Arsenal's luck. Um, team we had up yesterday, Jesus Christ! Sorry, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh God, what are you doing to me? Jones. Where is oh, Yes. How how different? I'm going to come to Dan first. I'm going to come to Callum. How different would that team be from um, Saturday? Oh, massively, yeah, massively. I mean, look at that. I think one, two, three, four. I think you'll see probably five, five or six changes. I really do. I think I think yeah. uh, Pog Pogba won't play again the rest of the season now. Um, yeah. I think I think he'll I think Varane will magically be fit again now all of a sudden. <laughs> what a joke he's been. Um and I think I think the likes of Rashford will drop out. Ronaldo's back, isn't he? He said he's going to be back for, for the game. Uh Sancho will start. I, I think I think Tellez will start as well. So I think there'll be a, it'll be a, a, a lot of a changed um look to the to the team than we saw last night. Okay, cool, Dan. Callum, your thoughts. How long is Luke Shaw out for? Seven years. Um, and and being brutally honest, in a United jersey, I don't think he'd make much difference. Um, <laughs> and an England jersey is a completely different player. Yeah, yeah. Same with Maguire. Absolutely. And, and in terms of that team, I think obviously you'll have to hear in goal. I think um, the back four, the only change will be Teles coming in for Wan Bissaka and Dallow moving back to right back. I think you'll see Lindelof and Varane at centre half. I think McTominay will come back into the starting eleven. Um, Matic will probably have to play. There's not a lot of options in there, mm. and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see if it. Do you know? I hope we give someone like Hannibal a start and just says, "Look, okay, go go and express yourself." Because at the end of the day, we've seen enough from Rashford this season, Albert, to know that his confidence is gone. He's shot. Shot, he shot to pieces. Yeah. What does he do? 
Um, Alanga was frustrating the other night, but again, you can only expect so much from him in his debut season. So um, I think he has to maybe just put in someone like Hannibal and and maybe just have a sort of reset and, and say to him, look, there's no real pressure on. We're sitting sixth in the league. We're probably going to finish seventh or eighth. Go and express yourself and see if you can make something happen because I think fans would rather get behind a young player given their all rather than watch the same old play. I mean, just looking at that team, Albert, and... Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Callum, Callum do, you know, yeah. do, you know, do you know who I'd like to see, given a, given a chance, who's been making waves on the international scene? Is that Garnacho? Absolutely. I'd love to see him given a chance this weekend. I really would. I think, why not? Why not? Hmm. I think, just put on that, I think, why not just get, get Hannibal and get Garnacho? And yes, you're going to need a few experienced players to help them along the way. Uh, whether there'll be much help, I don't quite know. But given in what we've watched, but I think you need to change something. And I would rather see players play with enthusiasm and and really try and take their opportunity than see the same old players that have let us down probably on fifteen or twenty occasions so far this season. I agree. Well, well said, guys. JC just got the team up that we had against um, Southampton. What changes do you expect to see, mate? What's Even though we've got a game tonight, um, yeah. Well. To be honest with you, unless Tommy Asu gets a, a few minutes at the back end of the game tonight, I don't know if he's in the yes. squad. I haven't seen the um, the squad for, to, for tonight yet, but yeah. you know, potentially maybe Tommy Asu if he's if he's fit enough to get a few minutes in the legs this evening. The rest of the back three, or the other three, should I say, Ramsdale, Sambi, Shaka, yeah, they they will all start. See, the problem I've got is I'd rather Enketia play over Lacazette because it's different to what we've had. But Enketia scored how many goals this season in the Premier League? None. Exactly. So, and they're, <laughs> yeah. not even, they're not even going to be here come the summer. So, you know, Arteta needs to to try something else, in my opinion. Um, I know Pepe's not everyone's cup of tea, and he probably himself will be up for sale in the summer. But try Pepe up top. Try Martinelli up top. Put Smith Rowe out wide instead of Martinelli. Just try something else. Try work with players that you know who are going to be at the club long term, as opposed to forcing something that isn't there. But I reckon it'll be that exact same team that you've just put up. I'd be very surprised if it's any different. Yeah. Maybe it gives me hope is Tavares. Yeah. If Tavares plays at left back, that that's that gives me a little bit of hope, I'll be honest, because I've not really been sold by him for you guys at all. Yeah, Arteta's not exactly um giving him the most the biggest amount of confidence, should I say. But yeah, JC, quickly, what's your thoughts on tonight, man, result wise? In my preview video, I was mm. nice. Um I went one all. I'm You're always nice, JC. You're a lovely, I know, I'm too a lovely good. bloke, you are, mate. Too, You're a lovely I'm too bloke. nice. <laughs> I, um, I sit on the fence too much. I never predict an Arsenal loss. Um, right but on. yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one all. Um, but yeah, you know, if I'm being sensible, if I'm going with yeah. my head, I can see Arsenal losing three or four nil. Yeah, you know what? But before, like I said, with the run of ten games we had, I actually had us down to win this one to nick it. But obviously, time has changed in the last um, three games, so. Listen, we get a, with the way the results have gone in the last couple of you know, West Ham drawing at home to Burnley. Yeah, um, I'll take a point tonight, but I think they might, I think they might just nick it 2 1. Dan, quick score prediction, mate. Well, I'll be completely honest. I'm looking at the team. Where's for Chelsea? Where's the goals coming from? Lukaku's got what five, six goals this season. Timo mm. Werner's not exactly prolific. Mason Mount's Mason Mount. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think. 
you do, you do, is this, if you lose tonight, it'll be the first time since 95, I think, isn't it? Is that you've, you've gone on this run of losses. Am I right? Poor I think word. it's that long, is it? I think it's 95. Yeah. I think it is 95. George so, Graham's last season, mate. Yeah, I think. Yeah. There you go. So, do you know what, mate? I'm feeling positive. I watched a shower of shite last night. I'm going to reckon, I'm going to go two all, two all. Oh, cheers, Dan. That's right. That, 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 that warms the cockles and muscles. That does. Thanks, mate. Callum, what about you? Quick thoughts, mate, on tonight's game, Arsenal Chelsea. Callum comes in and says, 4 0 Chelsea. Shut up. What are you talking about? <laughs> if, if it was against United, for sure. Um, <laughs> I can see what Dan's saying there. Lukaku's been really unconvincing. Um, Chelsea probably have got that third place pretty much secure. Yeah. They could have been under pressure if United, Arsenal, or Spurs had, had any real form about them. But do you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to just try and please you and JC Albert. I'm going to go. <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna be a great performance and Tuchel's gonna cry at full time. How's about that? Yeah, that, that sounds beautiful. And Tell obviously, them that's disgusting. Score, <laughs> prediction, score predictions for Saturday. Gonna to come to the United boys. It's gonna to come to Callum. Um, I, I haven't watched that against Liverpool. I fear United have gone. Roy Keane said, um, after the game, so many players are out of contract. So many players are already on holiday. They've checked out of the club and. Unless there's serious changes that Dan and I have alluded to, I think United will lose 3-1 or 3-0. I think it's going to be another symbolic performance. I don't see from that team that started, Albert, that you put up. None mm. of those players strike me as, as a player that's going to make a difference at the weekend. Sancho looked good in the first 20 minutes of the second half, but it's easy when Liverpool have taken their foot off the gas to... Yeah. To look good, so for me, I honestly don't see anything other than unless unless you get hammered tonight and your confidence takes a massive hit, which I don't see. I think you could you could feasibly lose tonight. Chelsea had a decent side on their day, but I don't see you getting hammered the way United did. So as long as Arsenal come into this game with with, with a relative level of confidence, then as I say, I think Arsenal will, will win by two clear goals, whether that's 2-0, 3-1, whatever, I think you'll, you'll win by at least two clear goals. United are devoid of confidence, devoid of ideas, and devoid of any belief, not only on the pitch, but in the stands. I mean, if you look at social media, you you, you see fans that are match-going fans regularly as well. They Everyone's saying the same thing. Get the season finished and, and move on. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll take that, Callum. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Going to come to Dan. What's your thoughts, mate? 4-0 United. <laughs> it's not St. George's Day yet, mate. <laughs> and then he woke up. No, I, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a long afternoon. Um and do you know what it really pisses me off because it's gonna ruin my Saturday as well. It's gonna it's at 12 30, at least by 5 30, I can have a few drinks and sort of get a bit loose. But um no, i i I think I'm I'm completely agreeing with what Callum said. I can't I can't disagree with any of that. I think two maybe three clear goals in it. Again, we can't rely on, on a 37-year-old superstar to, to dig us out every week. Um, it'll be an emotional game for him, I'm sure, if he if yeah, he does 100%. play. Um, but then, do you know what? Football's, as I said, a crazy thing. Emotion get, you know, can do can do a lot of strange things. Maybe, just maybe, those players will walk on that pitch and be behind Ronaldo and, and, want, and want to put in a performance, you know, to, 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 to back him. So I don't know. It's one of those. I, I think... Look, it's it's yours. It's yours to lose for three 0 I don't even see us scoring, to be honest. But if just just if the the, the the players can get behind Ronaldo and and give him a performance after what he's been through, then who knows what might happen? Yeah, massive condolences to Ronaldo, the misses man. Absolutely, well said, Dan. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for Arsenal to nick it two one. Um, JC, you got the final word, mate. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna go two one as well. Um, I think just because of the history between the two clubs. And the fact that United trumped us just about 
Old Trafford earlier this season. Yeah, I think I think there might be enough in the tank. It'll either be a case of Arsenal have lost four in a row and we need to make a statement at home. Um, or we're, we're running on a little bit of confidence after this evening. But um, yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal. Well shot. Guys, that is the end of Albert JTV match preview. Arsenal versus United. I want to thank the people in the chat for staying with us because obviously Arsenal have a big game tonight, which we're going to go and log off straight away. JC, you go and watch. But, um, absolutely. Firstly, I want to thank my two Man United brothers for coming on. Firstly, Dan, thank you once again. Tell people where they can find you, your amazing work with non league football as well. Hiding behind the sofa for the rest of the now, AJ. You can find me on Twitter at Football One. Uh, I've been a bit quiet on Twitter of late, but there is a reason for that, and I will be explaining very, very soon. It, uh, it, ent- it entails a few things that are close to my heart with mental health that I've been, uh, I've been working very hard with. But uh, yeah, at Football One, um, come and say hello. Yeah, footballing community. There you have it. Dan's just said it there, and it's going along the bottom of the screen with the banner. Callum, massive plaudits to you. Busy man. Um, great stuff for the interview with Gary Lewin and Paul Merson. You're doing amazing stuff, mate. Trust me, I do keep an eye on it, man. Um, Callum, are you married? Uh, I'm not yet. I'm getting married next year. Oh, What's Callum. your secret? What's your secret? <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to sabotage the wife's car to get an hour on this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, Callum, mate, super proud of you, man. You're doing amazing stuff, man. Tell the people where they can find you, mate. Um, on Twitter, you can follow me at Callum7McFadden and you can find my work on uh, World Football Index, the interviews, the written interviews are there um, and you can also find other pieces on Breaking the Lines on Twitter as well. Um, so those are the two main places. I, I do the odd podcast here and there. I used to do them regularly, but um, as, as Dan's alluded to there, there's only there's only so much time you can you can get away with. So, exactly. Uh, so more articles. Wait now. till you get that on your finger, Cal. It'll all change then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I don't I don't have that problem. So that's all right, but. <laughs> well, well, not problem. But you, listen, but get the women on me now, but yo, but no, um, now Callum, pass on my regards to James. Pass my, pass on my regards to James as well, man. Um, I will do. Yeah, absolutely. But JC, last but not least. Thank you for coming on again, mate. Where can the people find you, my friend? Thank you very much for having me. And yes, I've got my own channel, Arsenal Analyzed, where we do tactical analysis on every Arsenal game, win or lose, breakdowns of players that we've signed um, and bringing you all of the statistics that you need before every Arsenal game throughout the season as well. So if stats, analysis, breakdowns is your cup of tea, then come and find me at Arsenal Analyzed on Twitter. There you have it, people. Big up, JC, my brother, from another mother. Good to see, looking forward to seeing you on Saturday, irrespective of whatever yes. happens in the game. But, um, <laughs> but um, yeah, people, as you see, the people's, um, the guys, is Twitter handles are going on the bottom of the screen. And, of course, your host from the South East London Red Carpet, Albert JTV. Smash a like, subscribe to the channel, and subscribe to all my guys, my amazing people, footballing community. So, yeah, people, that's me, Albert JTV, over and out. Um, Come on, you gunners. See you soon, people.